ready, Nate? Yep. Live from the Shangri-La of South County. Coming to you from Rustin Tustin, the state of disrepair. Where the Bitcoin house of cards is collapsing. Uh, yeah. What is it right now? I haven't checked it in a couple hours. Uh, I'm going to check right now. Jeez, Litecoin's still falling. 120. 8,261 uh, for Bitcoin. There, I should have cashed out in December. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have crystal balls. It's pretty much just dumb luck. Yeah. Speaking of expensive, the Bitcoin, the uh, uh, the the BitTorrent, uh, No Agenda One Thousand episode archive that I created cost me over two hundred dollars, and probably more, because it's two hundred dollars for my Amazon S three bill. Then, I thought you were joking that Cox Communications had a had a, a service tier called Gigablast. <laughs> yeah, Cox is ass blasting for Gigablast. <laughs> Show title: They're Gigablasting your ass. Yeah, it's going to cost me over two hundred ninety dollars for this last month. I pulled two point one terabytes. So they charged you for the overage then. Fuck yeah. And they, the month before that, it was an additional $90 on the bill. So I know that because that was like, I don't know, $400 over the bill, over the their one terabyte limit, I'm going to be charged a couple hundred bucks this month. They're honestly a terrible... Like, I know you guys like them, but in my experience, they're garbage. They're like actually one of the worst... I, to give you an example, I was on a tech support call with one of our clients. It's a, uh, they have a contract with us. So they call frequently. And most of the time, the calls that they, you know, call in about, like we can fix the issue in like five minutes, whatever. But they had some issue with their, we, we basically set them up on a new machine, like from an old, they had an old machine from like 2007 or 2008. And it was a Dell. And so we got them moved over to one of our, you know, custom machines we put together. And when we re when we transferred all their data over and reinstalled their programs and stuff like that, we got one of the two Cox webmail accounts working in Outlook. This is wife's, but we weren't able to get his working. And for whatever reason, only they're, they're both pop accounts, like basic uh, pop, you know, whatever. That's pretty like, primitive. Yeah, well, Cox has IMAP as an option too, but they were set up as pop all along, so we just left it that way. And anyway, so when we set up his account in Outlook, it would authenticate on pop, but it wouldn't authenticate on SMTP. So every time you did a send receive, he would only receive mail, but he was never able to send mail because it wouldn't authenticate. So I called, we, we, I get on the phone with him in a conference call with Cox level two tech support for their webmail platform and i shit you not it was a girl that sounded like she was probably t barely 20 maybe 21 and she literally said i don't know three or four times like when i asked her a question like at least she's straight honest up, i don't know like i have never called any not even at&t have i have i ever heard them say i don't know but just that, like normally they're full of shit 
And that's how I know is because they never say, I don't know. But there's no follow-up after it. It's just like they say, I don't know. And then there's a silence on the line. Like they're waiting for you to respond. It's, well, that's shitty. They should forward you on to somebody who does know. It was super awkward. Like with our, like, and so our clients on the other end, and I'm like, after the call ended, because we got nowhere with it, she's like, oh, like, why don't you re-enter the name and the, the password again? Like, try it again. Like, just reading a script, whatever, didn't, like, nothing worked. And I'm like, I got an idea. Why don't we try putting his wife's uh, account info, because it was like, it's just a couple as our client, it's a husband and wife. I was like, why don't we put his wife's uh, login for the SMTP? Yeah, that'll work. And test it out that way. Sure enough, it fucking works. So is and she the primary mail. account holder? No, no, no. It's just there's something wrong with their fucking servers. Like his, for whatever reason, his SMTP access is being blocked on Cox's servers. Like it won't authenticate no matter what. Strange. And it may be, it's possible because he, after we set him up, he said that he tried to log in a few times and he couldn't get in. So if he entered the wrong password, you know, a few too many times, then that possibly could have triggered Cox's you know, default, you know, uh, bl- you know, blocking logins policy or whatever on their server to uh, make it so it just blocks his SMTP access because that's probably the most vulnerable. They, like they don't, that's the last thing you want is having them being able to send mail outs from their mail server to all their customers that's full of yeah. malware, you know? So I understand why that, that, that's, that is an effect, but they need to have some fucking person who's administering that the web server or I'm sorry, the mail server to unblock that, you know, it was just, it was pathetic. There was literally no answers that they could give. It was just like, I don't know. And I asked him, is like, is there someone above you? Is there like a, is there like someone that specially manages the email server? Like she had no clue. She didn't even know who to transfer uh, the call to. It was just, it was pathetic. So, and then we have a client in uh, San Clemente who pays, I think, like eighty dollars a month for Cox, and they're like throughout the day, their bandwidth will change. So, like, they'll get maybe fifty megabits, like around noon, like noon to the early afternoon, like three or four, and then when it gets into the evening, nighttime, like their bandwidth will be like less than five megs. Oh, they must be peered with me. They're like on the same node and I'm just sucking up all the bandwidth. San Clemente. I mean, it's a little farther than you are south, but. I've been pulling I one mean, terabyte a month with Cox for like 10 years. Yeah, they have no stability to their service. It's it's pretty it's, stable for me. I've got all my network. No, you have all stuff. kinds of problems. I remember when you had all kinds of issues and Cox was saying the modem was fine and like they. Yeah, it was the modem. Yeah, I was able well, to reproduce it. But yeah, that was wasn't Cox, modem, though. Wasn't no, it? it was my modem. It oh. was a fucking Eris. Those backdoored pieces of shit that AT&T... Uh, remember, we, we covered some story about AT&T and all of their Eris modems that they deployed had the same root credentials that were internet accessible? Yeah, but that was only like a specific set of gateways. Like, Eris makes all of I think of it was the, all of the Eris modems. Well, Eris bought Motorola's uh, production line for... Yeah. Like, they, they bought that whole division from Motorola. So. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, so the mode any new modem you buy now that's Doxus three or three point one, 
I know there's several options, but the majority of them are going to be Eris's. But they were still made with the same flawed logic that built the firmware for those things in the first place. So it's going to be running an obsolete, uh, insecure version of BusyBox. So it's some little Linux distro that's on that piece of shit. And it's probably going to have multiple uh, backdoor accounts that they just forgot about during their debug process because they have no testing. I'm not going to buy anything from them. I found a Cisco one that did uh, an okay job. Cisco stuff's super expensive, though. They don't even make these consumer modems anymore. So I don't know what I'm going to do once uh, once Gigablast turns into Terrablast. And, uh, Terrablast. <laughs> it's hilarious yeah. that that's like, you go to an Anaheim Ducks game and they a- advertise that shit all over the monitors and everything, but there's nowhere that I know of in Orange County that you can get it. I didn't check, but all of their service, no matter what tier you pick, the lowest one that's like, $10 a month, but you have to show them that you collect food stamps or something all the way up to the so-called gigablast. They're all limited to one terabyte a month. It's terrible. Yeah. So you're paying more. You're not getting any more bandwidth. It's a big breakage model. It's like spectrum, despite how shitty they are. And it's pretty I don't want to begin with how shitty they are, but they don't have contracts and there's no limit. That's interesting. So at the very least, I w- I'm keeping them as my ISP, but I'm not going to be paying for their TV service anymore because fucking rip off. The sad thing is that Cox probably doesn't care that I've been a customer for almost 20 years. Well, of course they don't. Well, they got a monopoly in that area. That's the problem. Like AT&T is just everywhere just because they bought because they, they got acquired SBC a long time ago and Pac-Bell and Pac-Bell was acquired by SBC and then AT&T acquired SBC. So like they own pretty much all of the legacy lines and stuff on the ground that's everywhere, at least in Southern California. And they, so they're, no matter where you are, AT&T is going to be an option. It'll be shitty. It'll be somewhere between really crappy DSL or like their fastest U-verse, which is like, I think 20 megs. Um, and then you have the one other option, depending on what your area is. So Cox is has been that only other option for so, you know South Orange County forever. Like there's been no other you know options. So they have a, essentially a monopoly. And if they you know, and they probably have a their business model, they probably factor in that AT and T is an alternative, but they know that they're not really an alternative because if you want reliable business lines and faster than 20 megs they're going to be that your only option so and and, and spectrum and time warner cable is the same way in 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 north uh, orange county in la but yeah uh, i'm making moves to all shit all of that high bandwidth stuff so i've got a 120 a month bare metal server through vulture they got a 60 percent off deal so that server is practically a steal and I'm splitting the cost with Tugger from Tugger Hosting. So he's going to be able to run his game servers without any cycle stealing or the uh, Meltdown Inspector uh, performance hit that's been lagging all of his game servers for Insurgency. So he'll have the fastest servers once again and 
I'll have five terabytes a month to fuck around with and do whatever I want on there. So it'll be a partial seed box along with a $5 a month box that I have that does the seeding dedicated to No Agenda. And another seed box dedicated to this show just for distributing the uh, the torrents. Cool. So it's all distributed. What if you... Do you have an unlimited plan with AT&T? I do now, but they're going to limit my do. bandwidth. Well, if you're only seeding stuff, it doesn't matter. You should do is you get a hotspot, use your seed box just to use that unlimited data with AT&T. And just, but I would have it on a separate account, though. I they're going to slow it, it down, same, Yeah, so, they will. But but if you have it on a separate account, at least it won't slow down when you want to use your phone, you know? Yeah. You can get, I mean, you don't even need to do AT&T. You can do T-Mobile or some other you know, company. And then if they start throttling it, well, it's just a seed box at that point. So you're, you're just going to have slower bandwidth until the next uh, billing cycle. $5 a month buys me more bandwidth, uncapped. Uh, I'm less likely to hit the limit. And With AT&T? It's more stable. No, through Vulture. I can pay oh, for oh, a storage okay. box, a storage VPS through them. And that'll give me one or two terabytes a month and like 200 gigs of storage. So I can seed a lot of torrents through there. And I can put it in another country. Which might have some, some value, depending on what you're downloading. Speaking of downloading illicit things, have you seen this AI-assisted fake porn? You were denied text no. message privileges Fuck. in recording room. I can't send the fucking message in the chat. Okay, I'm gonna... How am I gonna send this to you? My message? Fuck. I know, but it's gonna go to your phone then. You see it on the computer. Alright. Well, here it is. There you go. It's uh, Gal Gadot. Or however you say her name. Somebody fed a machine a whole bunch of images of her and fucking superimposed it in a very convincing manner into a porn video. Wait, what? Look at the video. I could drop the Pornhub link. <laughs> but it's going to go to your phone. I'd rather send it here. Well, I've got it on iMessage right now. It's on Vice. Uh, whatever, I'll send you the link later. I can't uh, permalink it in the show notes, bringyourwallet.com slash frontier, because they use uh, viewing keys, so the keys expire. There's no way to really permalink porn from Pornhub. But it is convincing. What the fuck? It's pretty crazy. You should watch it. <laughs> this is like reaching into a box, pulling out a flashlight. <laughs> Did you find the video? Yeah, I'm on the Vice. It's it's the what you sent me in iMessage takes me to Vice. Oh, okay, well, if you just pull a Pornhub, just do a search for Gal Gadot, whatever her name is. It's the first thing that pops up. That's great. Uh, did you see the trailer for Altered Carbon, the Netflix original? 
I've seen the trailer, yes, but I haven't watched. I don't think it's out yet, is it? Today, Friday. Oh, okay, awesome. Which kind of screws people up if they listen it, over the it weekend. It looks great. It looks it looks like a dystopian sci-fi. I I know the the synopsis is like a guy he gets frozen, and he wakes up two hundred and fifty years later. Are there spoilers like, in this? No, this is just a synopsis, and like there's humans um can extend their life by putting this chip that snaps into their spine and they uh basically upload their memories and their consciousness into that chip and then they put it into another body and if you if you've watched black mirror you know that people copy other people's um in a dystopian future like that they copy your consciousness to torture it for unlimited periods of time Black Mirror, I only watched one episode of it. I know it's really good. I want to watch the Star Trek episode. Oh, yeah. Just pick a random episode. It doesn't really matter. There's no Yeah, because they're it. all different. Yeah, it's Twilight Zone, basically. Yeah. And they're in a loosely connected universe, which makes it interesting. Huh. Um, what were we talking about just before? Porn? Uh, No. After that. Seed boxes and bandwidth and no fuck you having a blank. Well, I've got a really cool story. If you want some reading material, so there's this life. There's a an island north of Antarctica that has it's unique in the sense that it has no land within a thousand uh a thousand miles in any direction. So it's the most remote place on the planet. And in 1964, a crew was going to set up a, uh, like a weather station there. And they found a fucking lifeboat and no sign of a crew lifeboat and supplies. And this story kind of breaks down how it led up to that point. And I don't know where else the story goes, but it looks really interesting. It's very long. So were they like shipwrecked and then they, you think they left the island again or? I don't know. The, it's all a mystery. So you have to read the story. God, and there's yeah, that haunting really photo. Just a partially sunk lifeboat in the most remote place on the planet. It looks like there's where, a seal. But where is this again? Middle of nowhere. Between it's a thousand miles from every piece of land. It's north of Antarctica. Wow. And if you do a search for that island, like just highlight it and then right click and search Google, hit maps, and you'll see it is in the middle of nowhere. I can't like tell you, oh, it's near a certain continent because it, it is the it's a thousand miles from everything it's a glitch in the matrix totally is and it's an active volcano yeah or it's a uh, remnant of overlapping uh realities in different dimensions it's like you know those those uh videos on youtube where it's like a car 
swerving and then like a deer to like or like a, a a person like with a backpack on will disappear out of nowhere or like a deer will just manifest out of thin air in front of a car and they swerve out of the way yeah like that kind of shit it's like see that's so, the kind of shit that youtube feeds you when you watch too many alex jones videos no this th- there's some weird stuff like why would a car some of them are just i remember showing you a video a long time ago where even you were like what the fuck was that like see that that's fucking alex jones that's the shit that leads you down those YouTube videos. Yeah. You want to call it? Um. Well, do you want to talk about anything else? Yeah. Okay. Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. I hope this actually recorded. I'm recording on the iMac Pro. We'll find out. Bringyourwallet.com slash donate to share the show and support the show. See you next week. Sayonara.